0: good morning good morning good morning um i'm trying to remember if uh i posted that one about the narcissism i think i did i think we talked about that and uh i was coming at it with a little bit of knowledge. Not a whole bunch. I mean, I, my, I wouldn't say field of expertise, but my uh, field of knowledge extends to and including um, psychopathy. I studied that. There's a book by Robert Hare that I read uh, two or three times, actually, I think. Two times for sure. Might even have read it three times just, it was that interesting, and Robert Hare is kind of the leading expert in that field, and I had discussed, how oh, there's narcissism, narcissistic characteristics are similar to that of a, a psychopath, uh, in so much as there's, I was saying that there's not a lot of difference, eh, I mean, I guess there, you could almost say they're the same um i however anyway my point being is i did i delved into it a little deeper uh got a couple of audiobooks online as you know with me when it comes to a topic if i'm interested in it i delve into it um and i do uh, my uh, full immersion Right? I, I don't just look it up on Google and say, oh, well, there it is. There's the answer. I hate that. I mean, to to give you an idea what the answers are to certain things, that's a good, a good you know, kind of end, argument ender, you might say. But if you're talking about a subject that has a fair amount of depth to it, like narcissism and or psychopathy, you aren't going to be, it's not going to be sufficient just to Google it. It's not. Okay. Because if all the information was on Google, all the information was on Google, we wouldn't need, need anything else. I'm on the fly, by the way, again, in case you haven't noticed by the, the um, ambient noises. Whoa. That is some slick surfaces there. Oh, I'm on only a two-wheel drive still. That is slick. I'm on a a gravel road ATM and uh, I just hit a really icy patch and I was sliding. Not a scary slide, but still, it was a slide. So, anywho, in delving into this uh, narcissistic personality disorder, npd i don't know if that's actually what they call it i don't know i just kind of made that up Um, i uncovered somebody within my sphere of influence who is one and this person held a fairly substantial role in me and my family's life and we have been struggling with this person off and on for a number of years and have been unable to effectively put our finger on why what's the problem what's going on why why is it every three to six months we have a problem with this person and uh, haven't really you know, we, we kind of tried to attribute it to some prescription medication, maybe a, uh, another kind of disorder that they have. We're just, you know, trying to come up with even even kind of blamed ourselves a little bit in, in certain cases, but not kind not of. We did um, in order to try and smooth things over type of thing. Because this person held such a significant role in, in our uh, dynamic and uh, so anyway as a, as a result of learning this information um, my wife is in the process of reading the book I'm not quite finished it maybe when I'm done making this podcast I'll listen to it on the way home the rest of it but uh, yeah so we discovered that we had one in our midst and have since cut them off completely done incommunicado cut off blocked and no no way to communicate this is how you deal with a narcissist a narcissist is like a brain sucker they feed off of you your your insecurities your uh proclivity for niceness. Niceness, is that a word? Um, And my wife is very much that way. She's a, she likes to, you know, she's a very warm person. And this narcissist has been feeding off her for years. And um, this particular narcissist is married to a person who is very naturally efficient at being a gaslighter. So we've been coping with, within our family dynamic, a certifiable narcissist and a gaslighter as her, oh, I gave up the name, damn it, was her, oh, well, her husband is a gaslighter, and together they would work their sick magic against us, and it wasn't until I learned this information that I put a stop to it. it, it once you know, once it becomes apparent what they're doing, and you know what signs to look for. It was obvious. It was so obvious. And how I handled it is how you would handle any gaslighter by not giving them any information, not getting upset, and not engaging. Not allowing their bullshit to sink in. They tried they tried. They tried saying something to me that I did or was doing. I said no nope, not gonna work. Your gaslighting is not working on me. <clears throat> and um, I then turned around, messaged my wife and said that I was calling her calling them names. So I, I had to message them back. I said, Listen, narcissist calling you a narcissist and a gaslighter is not a name, it's what you're doing. And uh even knowing that they were never going to own up to it because that's the thing with the narcissist and the gaslighters, they're never going to own up to it because they don't think they're doing anything wrong. In their mind, in their mind, it's owed to them, right? They're they're so, so sanctimonious and self-entitled, they believe that you owe them. They believe everybody owes them. Say especially when it's trauma based in other words they, they are the way they are because of trauma they went through And you know if you if you're a, a, a person who's trying to you know recognize that this is happening to you and that you're like that and you're taking steps towards doing something about it, I've got a whole world a whole bunch of sympathy for you you know and support I'll support you 100%. What I won't do is take your bullshit, okay. Putting up with a toxic personality is not the same as supporting somebody. It's not. And uh, I'm not interested in that. okay I got no sympathy for that whatsoever. So made that perfectly clear. I cut them off and they're happy with that at least for this at this point in time they are. We kind of expect a bit of a backlash to happen here eventually, maybe through somebody else. Because that's a lot of the times what a narcissist and a gaslighter will do is they'll triangulate you. Or what I called in one of my previous podcasts, third-party confirmation, they will tell somebody else that knows the both of you a bunch of bullshit and a bunch of lies to try and make you look like you're the crazy person. And the abuser. Meanwhile, it's them. That way, they can come back and go, Well, look at what so and so said. They think you're a fucking nutcase, too. Well, why wouldn't they? With the bullshit you fed them. So, and that's why you can't engage them. Because they will just literally make up shit to try and uh, make themselves look like the hero. And, and that's another thing, too. That's another problem you have when you're dealing with a narcissist is it's hard for you to uh, defend yourself because they've already done sort of a preemptive strike and gone around and spread bullshit about you to other people so that when you come to them and try and say, oh, look at what they're doing to me, they can say, oh, they told me you'd say this. You're the one that's the asshole. You're the one that's the... Abuser, You're the one that says you're the one that's that. So it's really a real challenge to try and uh, defend yourself. So you're, you're better off just not. Like I say, you, you, if you're in a situation where you believe the person's a narcissist, um, where they're, you know, belittling you, uh, where they're uh, minimizing your, uh Achievements, uh, expecting you to uh, soothe their, soothe, soothe? Stroke their ego. Uh, Meanwhile, you don't get anything in return. And if you do, it's noted by them to you in a way that makes you feel like you should uh, be grateful. You know, like, uh, you should be lucky that I'm doing this for you. Um, There's a bunch of different things. I mean, I I could go on about it, but, again, I'm not a documentary. Remember, I discussed that once before, too. I I talk about certain things, but I'm not going to go into uh, elaborate detail on it. I could. I don't know. Maybe I should. I don't know. Uh, But, again, I'm not a leading expert in the field. I just write a book. Did a little bit of research, uh, listened to a couple of. There's a few psychologists I follow online. Uh, one in particular on the subject that I like on Instagram calls herself the, I believe it's the Nerdy Traveler. Anyway, yeah, she's a licensed therapist. I don't know about psychologists, she's got letters after her name, and I don't know what they mean, so I couldn't tell you exactly what her certifications are, but she is certified. And uh, nerdy traveler, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And uh, really useful information, and it coincides perfectly with the book that I read, or I'm reading. Um, I got two books. I haven't read the second one, The Narcissistic Mother. It's a relatively short book. The other one, let's see if I can look it up here. I'll tell you in a heartbeat. Oh, see, that doesn't turn off. Still recording? Okay, good. Um, Let's take a look. library narcissistic mothers gaslighting and per parental alienation i don't think that was it was it i got my sunglasses I can see what the heck i'm looking at oh the narcissistic mother's I. that's it gaslighting and parent parental alienation is that shorter book i was you about it's only it takes uh, 27 minutes and 25 seconds to read, so it's a, just a little little booklet. The Narcissistic Mothers one is a two hour and uh, 28 minute book on audio. And I'm on chapter seven, I believe. My wife's on chapter four. I having a bit of a challenge going through and it. it's been triggering as you can probably well imagine. Um, it, it, it is a difficult thing when you go, you know, to any kind of therapy, whether it's self-therapy through via reading a book or in uh, actually seeing somebody. You know, when you hear the truth being spoken to you, it's a bit challenging. It's a bit tough. And, you know, it, it, you need to do it in breaks. You need to do it in, uh, you need to do it in, uh, you know, yeah, you gotta take breaks. You, you can't just go from beginning to end, it's too much. I did that with another ther- therapeutic book I was reading. I still haven't picked it back up yet. It was regarding uh, being adopted as I was being adopted, and it once you started to go through some of the things that happened to you, when how your mind uh, is altered from that kind of a trauma um, as you grow up, and, I was seeing a lot of the truth in the book you know, and I had to put it down. So I, I, I can relate to what she's saying. Um, so long and short of it is narcissism isn't psychopathy. Often the psychopath is narcissistic but it's not. They're not the same. They're, it's like a part of it. like if you were to read the characteristics of a narcissist and they would all transfer over to a psychopath but then there's more the psychopath has other things as well if that makes any sense so it doesn't fully encompass the psychopath but it it is included just like that phrase not everybody that has a mustache is a pedophile but every pedophile has a mustache <laughs> I like saying that to friends of my buddies that have mustaches. Not every pedophile has a mustache. Or not everybody that has a mustache is a pedophile. But every pedophile has a mustache. Just saying. Nice sunny day. Nice sunny, sunny Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. Day later than I usually do. I usually do my podcasts on a Tuesday, Tuesday, but today it's Wednesday. So, yeah. If uh, if you're even you have an inkling that you're in a narcissistic relationship, and it doesn't have to be the significant other, it could be your parents, it could be sister. To anybody, it doesn't matter. If you think you even have an inclination that that's the case, pick up that book. It's about it's narcissistic mothers, but I mean it's relatable to anybody. It just talks about the different uh, narcissistic characteristics, what to look for, what to listen for, the kind of phrases they say to you, um, and I uh, think. The gaslighting, they talk about gaslighting in there too because narcissists do that. Um, In our particular case, there's two of them. One's a narcissist and a narcissist that gaslights, the other one is just a straight gaslighter because he's uh, he's, uh, trying to get approval from the narcissist. He's partly a victim. And as a result of this year years long exposure to a narcissist trying to to buy for her approval and not getting it, he's turned him he's been turned into a gaslighter, uh, basically a minion for her, so that she doesn't have to gaslight. She just makes up lies and bullshit, and tells him, and then he turns around and he's he's her gaslighter, and. It's pretty effective because uh, in his mind, what he's saying is truthful because she said it, why would he lie to her, right? Why would the object of his affection, the, the, the very reason for his existence, why would he consider that anything that she said to be untrue? So that way the gaslighting comes across even more sincere And uh, I kind of, I almost want to say it's a bit sad, but it's not. I'm not sad about having cut them off because what they've done to my wife for years and tried doing to me is so bad that I've got no sympathy for them, honestly. Uh, they've even gone so far as threaten to hurt themselves if we cut them off. They didn't do that this time because we didn't give them an opportunity to. We just cut them off. But that's also a tactic, right? Don't fall victim to that. If you leave me or if you keep acting this way, I'm going to hurt myself. It's just a, a power ploy, right? It's just another way to gain control over you. So, and that's what it's all about. That's what the narcissist is about. Power, control, right? Validation. They validate themselves by uh, devaluing you, by shooting you to the ground. I heard a phrase that applies to a narcissist quite well they will get mad at you for the dirt you have on you after they pushed you down into it. That that pretty much in a in a nutshell kind of describes a narcissist. They'll push you down into the mud and then get mad at you for having dirt on you. So like I say, if, if you even think you possibly might be in that kind of a scenario, look into it. Don't just Google it. Check out that audiobook. Check out uh, any audiobook regarding narcissism. Read up on it. There's a lot of good books. Um, this particular book that I am reading, let's see if we can get to it quick here, is by Linda Hill. There you go. Here's a name for you. Uh, maybe she's got other books on the subject. I don't know. I haven't looked myself, but, uh, yeah, look into it, read up on it. Don't trust what I'm saying. Look into it for yourself and get yourself the fuck out of there because there's no reason you need to go through that shit, right? Everybody deserves to be happy. Not just them. Yeah, not just them. Problem is. That they pick on uh, susceptible victims, or masters of uh, personality recognition—that's not really a thing. I'm just kind of making this up as I go. But they're they're experts at at picking the right kind of person to use. They're uh, leeches essentially, and they suck anything useful out of you so that they can keep. They're like they're, they're like mosquitoes, right? The only way they survive is by sucking off of you. Off of you. Off of you. Let's be clear on that. <laughs> um, interesting read, though. Well, interesting listen, audiobooks. Uh, <clears throat> I've been, I've been curious about audiobooks for a while. This is my first experience with it. Um, as you may or may not be aware, I'm in the process of writing a novel, and that was one of the considerations I was mulling around, whether or not I would make it an audio, available audio. But I, I don't think I will because there's no money in that. Whoa, this is icy here. Just gonna be quiet for a second while I go through this gauntlet of ice. Just gonna slow down here and pay attention. This is me paying attention. Holy shit! Why wouldn't they salt this? It's in the shade of the big by the lake here. It's all in shade. It never gets any sun. It's just icy AF. As soon as they hit the sun, right now. It gets, it's gone. So crazy. So anyway, yeah, I'm in the process of writing a novel. I uh, advertise it again on here to my two listeners. (laughs) And it will be advertising it uh, more once I, you know, once it's actually done and, and printed and everything. I'm putting it under a pseudonym. Um, I'll give you more details on that as I get closer. Right now, I don't know how far into it I am because I don't know how long it's going to be. I'm nine chapters in. Not sure how long it's going to be. It's fiction, but it's based on true events, true stories. Fictional event based on true, fictional book based on true events. Yeah, that's how I'd say it. Which, if you know anything about that, if you've ever watched or read something that was based on true events, but knew the actual story, which I have, um, very little of it has to be true. Right, they they make you believe that whatever they're telling you is what happened, but more often than not, it, it's just a small portion of that story, and then they elaborate on the rest of it, and you know you're you're left thinking that that's exactly what happened. Anyway, that's a lot of rambling on about nothing. Um. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. If uh. I'm gonna check back at my podcasts that I've posted and see. I think I did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I posted about narcissists, and I have one uh, since I've, since then that I did that I haven't posted yet as well. Uh, but I just wanted to do this one while I had some time because I've been pretty busy this last week here and haven't been able to do much. Why is that guy I mean, It was weird. Um, that was really weird. A semi guy just waved at me. That's kind of weird. Oh, well, friendly guy, I guess. And, um, yeah, but I just wanted to, while I had some time and, uh, well, it's fresh on my brain, I wanted to talk to you guys about it. And, yes, I know they're not all guys listening to this. Oh, there we go. I should have a, a, a pool and when I... 27 minutes and 44 seconds in. I should have contests of when I'm going to be doing my first yawn while I'm doing my podcast because it always happens. And it varies from five minutes to half an hour, based uh, depending on how tired I am. I'm not a little tired today, but not as bad as, I, as I've been. I managed to get to sleep in a little bit today. An extra hour. <laughs> Black oxygen to the brain. What else? What else? What else? Um, what else has been going on? Watch that movie. Uh, that disaster movie with The Rock in it, San Andreas. Pretty good, pretty good movie. Didn't, didn't, uh, didn't mind that at all. And then ironic, I, I don't know if ironic is the right word, but then coincidentally, uh, shortly after I watched that, there was that big earthquake in Turkey where some, was it 50,000, some odd people died or something. You know, just, Oh, my God! Sorry, Jesus. So, yeah, that was kind of a coincidence, I would think. eh? Interesting story, though, that San Andreas, how they, I mean, we all know there's a fault line right along the coast of California, and uh, it's long overdue for some kind of a quake. Um, I don't know if it, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but in the movie they said it's hundred years overdue, so it could happen. You know, another hundred years, or it could happen tomorrow. It could be scary as hell if it did happen. I tell you that much. And uh, anybody on this side of the coast, the west coast, is. You know you're the risk of i would think even you know i'm up on the northern coast of the west coast even we're gonna feel it Well we're not even we're definitely gonna feel it if there was a big quake hits down there the big san andreas quake that hit, hits that they're uh you know visioning like if it happens like in the movie uh, we'll definitely feel it here i mean there's just gonna be damage here even I would think, whether it might even be, uh, you know, might even be, heaven forbid, a tsunami as a result of it. Uh, We, myself and my family, we live on the coast. We're probably about a half an hour drive from the water, but we're at an inlet, and there's an island on the other side of that inlet, so... tsunami could very quite possibly be dissipated by the time we get it gets here plus we're up in the hill i say we're a half an hour drive from the actual water so i'm not overly worried about it knock on wood let me put it this way if a hundred foot wave comes rolling in it's not going to hit us uh, it' would have to be bigger than that. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm sorry that never gets old with me. I don't know if I've even phrased that yet on here at any time, but I'm kind of like Michael from uh, from office. Is it, that's what the fuck, is that what it's called? The office? why am I drawing a blank on that? I'm doing that a lot today. It's not with it. Just out to lunch. Yeah, I just hate that when that happens. You, you, know, you know how, like, when you somebody will ask you a question and it'll be about something that you should clearly know the answer to and then you just draw a blank? I hate when that happens because there's no excuse for it. It's like, this is my wife. Ugh. Like, that's never happened to me. I'm just kidding. But, you know, somebody else's name named it, somebody you should really know, you do know, and you do know their name, but then for whatever reason, it just falls out of your head. Well, I think I just talk too much and I need oxygen. That's what it is. I call that information constipation when, when that happens. When something that you know can't be recalled, because you got information constipation your head's too full of information and it's stuck in there Um, and that's one thing when I went to school that I sort of promised myself that I wouldn't do I wouldn't become one of those stupid educated people I know that sounds like an oxymoron but it isn't you can actually get too much ed- education and become information constipated, and you'll forget simple shit, and you'll sound like a fucking dummy in certain situations. You might be smart when it comes to, you know, what you went to school for, but then, you know, somebody asks you a simple question about something else, and you're like, uh, you know, you come across as a fuck, fucktard. Oh, there we go. There's that word again. Um, I just hate it. I don't know. Like I said, I I kind of promised myself it wouldn't happen, but occasionally it still does. I've literally been pumping myself full of information since I was in my early 20s. And even before that. um, I've never really gotten into reading fiction. I think we discussed this already. Uh, Just because I found it to be a waste of time, just same same as video games, right? Just life is too short to waste your time on things that don't go anywhere. And I know, I know, some would argue life is too short to not have fun, right? To not enjoy yourself. Well, for me, learning is enjoyable. I. uh I was it's funny I was just talking about this this morning with somebody. If I could get paid well enough, I would be a full- time student if that paid well uh, i that's all I do. I just go to school full time. no problem with that at all. I absolutely love doing that it's it's like a it, 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 i'm I'm like Lisa Simpson that way I just want i need to be graded. <laughs> You know what I mean? And, uh, whoa, big crosswind. Just blew a chunk of snow out of my windshield wiper area. Um, I said area. But, yeah, no, it's just something that I've always uh, enjoyed is education. So when it comes to reading, I would, uh, again, this is stuff we've talked about. If you've listened to me before, you know what I'm, you already know. That I don't read fiction I read self-help books textbooks right I, I watch docu- I prefer to watch documentary on TV it, it's weird it's weird I I'll, it's either a documentary I'm watching on true events true facts uh, as based on the documentary or a mindless comedy like the office or Seinfeld or friends or big Bang theory something that, that doesn't require any effort at all isn't that weird? That, that, I, I kind of find that odd. A person who doesn't who isn't interested in entertaining themselves via reading a, uh, a fictional novel <coughs> or even playing a game on you know like a gaming system type game. Which you know, as you know, I've already discussed. I, you know, I, I've got a game, but I just use it to fill time once in a blue moon. Um, but yet, then turns around and watches something as mindless as the office. Actually, it's not. I don't really actually find that mindless. It's funny, but it's an intelligent comedy. You know how you can tell intelligent comedies? Here's a, here's a life hack for you. The difference between an intelligent comedy and a, a comedy that's geared towards the masses and I'll explain that too in a sec. Intelligent comedies don't have a laugh track. You're just expected to know the joke. The Office, uh, what's that one, Jason Bateman um, and maybe, uh Rested Development, that's it. Uh, years ago, Soap. Um, now there's aging myself there. I my, might say that. But yeah, intelligent comedies don't have a laugh track. The ones that the laugh track are geared towards masses. And by masses, I mean... Uh, it's an IQ level. Advertising is geared, if you ever notice this, pay attention to the next time you're watching commercials. Commercials are their target market, their IQ market is that of a 12-year-old. They gauge their advertisements so that a 12-year-old can understand them because they have, through mass market research, they've determined that the average IQ of people watching TV is a 12 year old now some people might try and say that well, wow, there's more kids watching it than adults I guess then uh, I would argue that that's not true and the majority of people are just fucking stupid and I'm more inclined to believe that over than anything else so yeah um a majority of the comedies are geared towards that mentality it has to be dumbed down or people are insulted right and if you don't like shows without laugh tracks honey i'm sorry i'm sorry to break it to you but you're not that bright because you need to be explained Anyway, enough hacking on the dummies Not to date notice Oh <laughs> What are you going to do? What, what What are you going to do? You, you don't know what to do Because you're too dumb to know what to do <laughs> Except sit there and take it Oh, fuck I feel like I'm gaslighting the dummies wonder. That'd be an interesting closing line, hey? The Gaslighter line. What, the Gaslighter collection. The advertising for that would be fun, hey? You already own this shirt, but you want another one? Yes, you do. <laughs> Oh or the narciss the narcissistic clothing line. Buy this shirt because yours all look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh I kill me. Buy this buy this dress because yours all make you look frumpy and fat. narcissist (laughs) yeah there's no laugh track that's not me I mean I'm laughing but there's no laugh track so if you don't get that well sorry sorry you don't get my humor go listen to Joe Rogan oh oh double slam wham-bam thank you Sam But seriously. I don't I don't mind There's certain people I don't mind slamming. Narcissists, gaslighters, that kind of thing. Dummies. Fucking dummies. Dummies don't get fucking slammed enough. You know, they don't get told enough that they're dumb. Some people are afraid to tell their friends or family that they're dumb. They just let them go through life like that. Come on, people. Be nicer than that. Be honest. Tell your fucking friends or family when they're dumb. Honey, you're not so bright. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. The reason you don't get this show is because it's smart. You need me to explain that to you? I can if you like. So there's another life hack for you. If the only shows you like have laugh tracks to them, <sighs> I hate to be the one to break you the bear of bad news, but I yard out. What a nice day. I love when the sun shines. Even when it's minus fucking seven. This goddamn winter could just fuck right off already. Although those mountains are beautiful. So white. So impossibly white. I mean, even White looks at that and goes, holy shit. That's fucking white. so white that it has no problem getting a, getting a fucking boost at the white spot. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting story. I say that as a joke, but there's a little bit of truth behind it. The white spot in Chilliwack, B.C. is well, was I mean, that's years ago now, but at the time it was super fucking racist. We went there with a Person who is also of color. Of color is that is that an appropriate thing to say? I'm a person of color. A person who's obviously not white. Let's put it that way. And uh, what a douche! Sorry, this fucking fucktard in front of me's got a, a firefighter bumper sticker. I need to. Yeah, that's what happens when a narcissist gets a job like that. I need to expound to everybody how good I am. And in in fact, here's a bumper sticker. It's not like an official, you know, like a, an official symbol or something. that's letting you know just in case if you're looking for a firefighter. It just it's just like a homemade bumper sticker that saying, I'm a firefighter. Look at me, you fucking douche. Just like when you see nurses out with their gear on. Shopping or at a restaurant or something. Okay, we get it. You're a fucking nurse. Big deal. Take off that, that fucking thing that's covered in human fecal matter and God only fucking knows what else. You're contaminating the rest of the goddamn world with because you need to fucking tell everybody how fucking great you are. You fucking narcissistic fucking tool. But anyway, enough hacking on... Uh, <clears throat> the medical professionals, even if they are uh, seeking glory, not all of them, obviously. If I ever uh, make comments about a, a particular group or uh, profession, I think I think it's a given, or at least it should be, that I don't mean every single one. Right, I'm not hacking on everyone, like all truckers aren't stupid. <laughs> well, that was kind of left field. Um, just the ones that think they, they, they can change the country's uh, political stand, even though countries with uh, weapons, nuclear weapons, can't. But yeah, you got a eighteen wheeler, you should be able to do it. You know, like maybe perhaps I'm being a little hard on them. Maybe maybe stupid. Stupid isn't the right word. Maybe just naive, maybe I could be nicer to say they're naive and thinking that you're gonna have an effect on the country's policies by I don't know, just getting yourself put in jail I don't know like what, what's your what's your game plan like I, I you know I, we went, I'm not going to go over this again because I went over this a lot already about the <clears throat> the freedom truckers as they call themselves which is a, just a ridiculous fucking name you didn't free nothing you're not free you're in jail buddy so the leaders of your clan are in jail so you lost it's over are not the freedom fighters freedom fighters as i said when i talked about this wear khaki they wear green camo and they drive six by six trucks or jeeps or humvees or hummers or kanks those are the freedom fighters <clears throat> those are the guys laying their lives on the line for the country for for policies, for the freedom of other countries. (coughs) Not just because you don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to be told what to do. (coughs) And, And you can't make me. You can't make me. I think we just did. You're right. We can't make you. But we can pass policies that will make you. Can you? No, you can't. See, these are the same people, the same naive people who voted and told you to vote. You don't, if you if ain't part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Telling you to vote. And then there to see one standing up against the government saying, You can't tell me what to do. Um, When you cast that vote, you kind of did. You kind of said, Hey, I give you the power to do this. Just so you know. Just so that there's a, you know, we're clear on that. That's exactly what happened. That's what you did. All right? I'm not quite as naive to believe such a pile of malarkey see i know and i understand because i went to school to learn read books on it went to the library did research found out stuff on my own i didn't just google it or listen to ned at work and listen to his ideas and policies on how things should work i tell you what Okay. The government can do whatever they like and they do and they have and are they took over from the monarchy who did whatever they liked whenever they liked however they liked for centuries centuries Okay? The monarchy killed people because they didn't listen to them. The monarchy said, This is our religion. It's your religion now. Failure to do so will result in your death and then made good their threats. Okay. This is who our governments took over from. This is who they threw out. They threw out murderous fucking despots essentially okay so would you go up against a murderous despot who says I will kill you if you don't listen I don't think so but yet you'll go against the people that took over from them push them out you see where you see what's happening you see what I'm saying naive naive does it mean you're hopeless? Does it mean you don't have a choice? <sighs> a little bit, a little bit. You can <clears throat> you can vote if you want, but it's not going to make any difference because it's just a it's just a, and this isn't a conspiracy theory. It's the way it is. It's a it's an illusion that you have the control, right? The country as a elaborate fucking web network of fucking um, policies and fucking ebb and flow of finances uh, and, you know, setting uh, certain integral Well, at least now, anyways, uh, monetary policies affecting interest rates and uh, all these things to keep us from going into depression again. All right. Left to our own devices. See, the government let us run shit for a while. It's like, okay, we'll listen to you. Everything you want. What do you want? What do you want? We'll do it. Here you go. Here you go. There it is. Boom. Recession. Boom. Depression. Boom. Recession. Okay. You fuckers don't have a clue what you're doing. Everybody just wants what they want. Support me. Support my group. Pay for my t- t- tuition. Pay for my education. Pay for my group. Fuck everyone else. And that's how people think. And that's why people aren't running the government. The government is running it. And then they give you the illusion that you have a choice by voting. Okay? They, They. Uh, sadly, they have to. Because we have naive people out there and they ain't getting to, <laughs> they ain't getting any less naive <clears throat> if anything they're getting more and you need you need these people on you need me on the walls to watch over you right um that's uh a uh, poor Poor uh, impression from a movie. Excellent movie. A few good men. I wonder how old that is now. It's a pretty old movie now. But, yeah. There's a lot of truth to what uh, Jack Nicholas said. Nicholas, Nicholson? Nicholson. I was confused with that golfer. Um, yeah, there's a lot of truth to what he said in that movie. The army slash government has to do and take certain steps and measures in order to protect the country. And they can't be asking Joe Public if that's okay, Because Joe Public doesn't have a fucking clue. Joe Public is only concerned about his own shit, his own fucking committee, his own fucking job. And and fair enough, right? I'm not saying I'm any different. Wow yeah i am but uh i understand it right i understand the concern you gotta you gotta look after your own right and uh especially when you're in a situation where the powers that be are acting you know sort of without consent really and doing so for the betterment of the whole i know that sounds socialist or at least it should to you. Um, but, like I say, fucking Joe Public hasn't a clue. they got no fucking clue. They need the guidance. They need those guys on the wall. <coughs> Excuse me. It's just the way it is. You can argue it if you want. You can tell me that's not the truth, that your vote matters. Every vote matters. It doesn't. It really doesn't and he, well and here's why I'll tell you in a real n- a quick nutshell why it doesn't matter because you're voting in a, a, a party right you're voting for the party that you prefer you, you like their their speeches their their promises and everything right you think they, they gave they give you promises. They said things that sounded good to you. So, yeah, I, I think those guys are the ones that we should vote for. I'm going to vote for them. I think everyone should vote for them. In fact, I'm going to put a fucking sign on my yard so everybody knows that's who I vote for. And if uh, you don't vote for them, then I don't like you anymore. You know? Like, anyway, yeah. So, you, you vote for them. They can, you know, if there's enough people that are Of the same mindset as me then we'll win and the things that they promised that I like will happen and then I'll be happy I'll be happy 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 well that's not what happens your party gets voted in but everybody other than them all the government workers, all the government agencies, all the government committees, everything is still there. Nothing's changed except now Team A has the office they had the big office. But the ones who make the policies, the ones who write the policies, the ones who adjust the policies, the ones who agree to the policies and sign off on the policies are still there, they have a change, they're the same fucking employees, they're, they're hired by the government, for fuck's sake, that's what they do, right, so this this uh, elected party that you voted for, that you believe is going to be making the changes that you want, um, comes into the office not knowing anything, because they weren't running shit before, so they have no clue what the other guys were doing. So the employees of the government that have been there all along, let them know. and say, okay, here's the plan. Here's what we've been doing. We've been blah, 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 blah. Hours and hours and hours and weeks of explanations and meetings and committees. All right. So now what's the plan? Says your party. Hired employees. Well, we did that for a while. Now we're going to do this under your uh party's name it's a little bit of a different policy than we've been enacting but the country needs it so this is what we're going to do uh under the uh right we've been supporting business big business right and uh exports that kind of thing now you're left right the country decided they wanted to vote for you Uh so um conveniently enough we happen to need to save a bit opposed to investing now. We need to uh you know, support uh Joe Worker and small businesses, big businesses are, are okay for a bit in order to make sure that the whole country as a whole floats. So this is what we're gonna do now. Your elected party goes, okay, sounds good. We agree, hired employees say, we don't care if you fucking agree, this is happening anyway, because it's not you who decides. You can say what you like, you can say your opinion, but it's not gonna be the decision. As it goes through a multitude of other Hired employees who change, ad and decide whether or not it's an acceptable change. And it happens all without you. <coughs> <coughs> all you do is tell us your ideas. And then we'll do whatever the fuck we want anyway. And that's the way the government works. If you know that, you know that. You don't know that. Chances are you're going, "Oh, it's a bunch of bullshit." Bar, 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 bar barking around, Just waving your flags on top of the fucking walkways, thinking you're making a difference. You're not. You're not. You're not making a fucking difference. Honestly, go wave your flags, hang your flags off your fucking truck, call yourself the freedom fighters. You're not making a fucking difference. Okay. There's people in. Congress, there's people in the House of Parliament who are on the front lines of deciding what happens in this country. They're right there, and they're not making a difference. Nobody's listening to them, even. Your MLA goes to the House of of Parliament, sits in the back row, and listens. Nobody's fucking listening to him. He could try and stand up and say something, but ain't nothing fucking happening. Ain't nothing happening. Nobody gives a, a fucking rat's ass what some bumfuck, bush beaten fucking MLA from some fucking hick town has to say. It. Nobody cares. Sorry, getting the rumble strips on the highway. I'm on the fly again. On the fly. So, yeah, that's how it works. We say, if you know, you know. If you don't know, don't care if you don't listen. Don't care if you don't believe me. It's not going to affect it. Like the government, your disbelief in the truth is not going to affect anything. A lot of people uh, fail to grasp that, fail to understand that, fail to accept that. They, they're out for the full belief that they affect change. In positive way, just by having up their opinion, you don't. Nobody cares, not even a little. So, what's the answer? Answer is look after your own, make sure your corner of the world is tidy, stay off the radar, pay your taxes. I'm not a fucking brown noser. I'm not a government lackey. But if you want to stay off the radar, you gotta you gotta keep fucking Caesar happy, right? You gotta you gotta pay Caesar his dues, and then he'll leave you alone. And that's it. Look after your little corner of the world. Quit trying to fucking tell people what your opinion is. Waving your flags, and fucking shaking your fingers i'm gonna affect policy no you're not whoa what happened there my phone just lit up that was weird anyway i've been going on and on a lot here about stuff that i find is uh, informational and helpful but <clears throat> honestly, there's, like I said, if you know, you know. Like my, my old martial art teacher used to say, you don't need to tell people who know. And the ones that don't know probably aren't going to listen. A lot of truth to that, too. So there you have it. Uh, oh, I just wanted to mention, too, I talked at the beginning of this podcast about the, um, that book I read by Robert Hare, um, Without Conscience. And I mentioned to you, I read it two or three times. I read it two or three times because I read it once out of interest. And then a year later, it became a uh, required reading in a course I was taking. So I ended up reading it again. That's why. So uh, that's how good of a book it was. It ended up being a required reading in a course at university. So... In other words it's 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 good information so you want you hear if it's something that's you know you're curious about or just have you know uh, an interest in it's robert Hare without conscience great book really good book explains a lot of things um the information i've been reading as of late on narcissism also been really helpful really good information uh Kind of the pink elephant. It's working as like the pink elephant theory with me, purple elephant, or polka dotted elephant, or whatever the fuck that. You know how you don't, you don't see any, you don't, you won't see anything. I, I, I actually, I prefer to use the ranchero, uh analogy instead, because there's no, you, you'll never see a fucking pink elephant in your life. <laughs> um But, you know, rancheros. I, I, I mentioned this once before as, a, as, a, as a, one of my series sort of adapted and uh, altered series um ranchero is is a uh, truck car heavier towards the car uh collectors like them now you don't see too many of them around but it's just one of those things you don't see any until somebody mentions one mentions you know rich arrow and then all of a sudden you see one or two. It's like, wow, you've never seen any, and then all of a sudden buddy mentions one and bam, there is one. It's kinda of how that same theory, right? That's what I'm saying. So you don't you don't often notice things until somebody mentions them. Right? So anyway. Um uh, what else, what else? What else? Anybody I left out? Anybody I didn't hack on. A lot of talk lately about the narcissism it's because I read that book on it, I thought it quite interesting. Um, I'm probably gonna do some more on it. I actually ended up finishing the book. I, I mentioned that at the beginning of this podcast. This is I'm doing this on a different day now, finished it up here and I actually finished the book. It's a pretty good book. That other book that other book I read. Uh, got to read, wasn't what I thought it was, The Alienated Parent, Narcissism, whatever. Uh, I thought it would be similar to the book I just read, The Narcissistic Mothers one, but um, it was about parents who uh, alienate each other. You know, the old jilted dad or mom, who, whoever that doesn't get custody it was kind of harsh actually fuck it was actually kind of the guy doing that wrote the book I I, I couldn't tell who he was gauging it towards like I don't I, I couldn't tell who he was talking about like who his target market was um, but he was being pretty harsh ab- about things like he was saying stuff like you know if you're fighting for custody for your child you got to understand that, especially if you come from a small town, the chances are is a, a child protection officer that's in charge of your case or the caseworker isn't that bright. And in fact, I think he called them dumb even. They're stupid. He said the job had to be filled by somebody and there wasn't a lot of options, so they just picked the person that is now in the position and they're, and they're not that bright. So now you've got your ex who is not that bright. He, this is all who he's saying, right? He fucking kind of sounded like me the way he was talking. He um, says, you're, you're, you're dealing with your ex who, who you deem as being not very bright at all. And now they've the help that they've got is also not very bright. So now you got a couple of dummies. And this is what this fucking guy's saying, man. I'm telling you, it's fucking crazy. Um, now you got a couple of dummies working against you. And the court system, he says, isn't much better because they will side for the person not that's smart. And, 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 and believe me, this is exactly what this, fucking, this guy was saying, man. It was awesome. He's going, he's not, they're not going to side with the person that's smart because they can't accept that their ex is dumb. So how are they going to react when their kids aren't so smart? because they're part of this person. So uh, they say, they come to the conclusion that the, the mother is a better solution because he, the father, the smart one, isn't going to accept these children when you're not smart. And how fucking smart is that, right? Well, let's take the kids away from somebody that's got a fucking brain, who's going to push them to succeed in life, push them to become everything that they can be. Let's let's fucking take them away from that person and let's stick them with this fucking stupid fucking speaker-dancing bitch. And let's see what fucking happens. Oh, they grew up smoking pot and drinking and becoming nothing with their lives because that's what their fucking dumb mother was. And this happens all the time. He says, all the time. And I've it, it, fucking seen it. I was a part of it. Sorry. If you're listening to this and you're on the other end of that, well, fucking sorry. But truth hurts. I'm not sour. I'm not fucking pissed off. I got a family now, and I'm happy. I couldn't be happier, honestly. It's the happiest I've been in my life. I got two beautiful amazing, beautiful daughters who amaze me to no end every day, every single day. And my wife, you won't find a person who tries harder to be a a good person, to be a happy person, to be a successful mother, wife, friend, everything. Don't tell her, but she works harder at it than I do. <laughs> what the heck was that? Anyhow, anyhow, anybody I left out or anybody I didn't hack on? Just about everybody except for drunk white chicks. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know. Anyway, I can't remember how much of this I had on here before, and then this is adding to it. So um, I did. I had some stuff stuff saved that I wanted to talk about, but it probably end up running this a lot longer than I wanted it to. Right? I mean, I don't want to run it too. I, I'm trying to keep my podcast within in an, about an hour's range. So. I'll save those ones for the next one. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the other side.
1: Let's talk about Charmed Butterfly Creations. Uh, you've heard me talk about these guys before. You've told you've heard me talk about the products. You've heard me talk about what you can make you. We're talking uh, vinyl prints on shirts, on cups, keychains, you name it. It can be made. And we're talking multicolor, we're talking imaging on basically anything, even signs. You own a business and you want a sign for your company? Butterfly Creations can make that too. Charmed Butterfly Creations, www. Facebook Charmed Butterfly or you want to make it simple, just go on to Facebook and search Charmed Butterfly Creations, and it'll come up honestly don't know why we put the www in front of anything anymore it's not necessary i mean it's part of the address but you don't need it to search it and i don't know why people keep saying it so there you have it check it out don't take my word for it it's incredible work incredible work do it